Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. Now, Asia woke up this morning to the sad news of the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, Britain's longest reigning monarch, the nation's figurehead and a towering presence on the world stage for seven decades. She died peacefully at her home in Scotland. On Thursday, at the age of 96, an outpouring of tributes from global leaders for the remarkable woman who appointed 15 UK prime ministers and witnessed 13 sitting US presidents. Prime Minister Lee Hsien Lung said that Queen Elizabeth has left a significant mark on Singapore's history and ties with the UK. In his Facebook post today, Mr Lee said that Her Majesty's reign saw one of the longest periods of peace and prosperity in the history of the United Kingdom. And throughout her life, she steadfastly served the UK and the Commonwealth. Joining us now to talk more about this is Pete Ross, producer-presenter at the BBC. Hi, Pete. Hi, good morning to you. Good evening as it is there, of course. Yes, our condolences to you and everyone in the UK and, of course, the royal family. Describe the mood for us at this point. What is the mood like on the ground right now, Pete? I mean, I think it's fair to say that it's very sombre. We knew this news was coming, I think, many of us. Um, You know, she was 96 years old when she died. Uh, But it's still shocking and sad. Um, long planned ceremonies to mark her reign of seven decades will begin Um, the new British monarch you you mentioned it on your news bulletin there King Charles, he's led the tributes in his words for his beloved mother who he called and he called it uh, a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all the members of my family Um, we're expecting him to return to London later today he'll meet the Prime Minister and and, and make a televised address later on as well Um, the front pages of, of every UK news paper has, has, has led the tribute. Uh, the Daily Mirror quite simply had just the words thank you, which I think sums it up for many people. The Daily Mail said our hearts are broken. Um, and it's not just here, but sadness around the globe at Her Majesty's passing. The New York Times uh, led with the headline Queen and Spirit of Britain. Um, world leaders have been paying their tributes to the Queen. President Biden said that she was a stateswoman of unmatched dignity and constancy who helped make our relationship special. I think referring to the special relationship between the US and the United Kingdom. President Xi Jinping of China has sent his condolences to the royal family as well. Um, back here in Britain, flowers have been laid at the gates of Buckingham Palace. Uh, in, in memory of the late monarch, also um, outside her, her other residences, including Balmoral, where she died, the, her residence in, in Scotland. Um, and, and you just asked about what it's like here on the ground. Mm. I mean, when the news broke yesterday, I was actually walking home mm. um, and, uh, you know, plugged in, listening to the news on, on, on you know, on, on my phone as I was going. And just um, just as the news broke, a woman stopped me. I was, I was you know, kind of distracted, but a woman stopped me and just said, the Queen. And then she pointed behind me, and one of the electronic uh, billboards used to advertise had just changed to a picture. It was black, a picture of the Queen, and just the, the length of her reign. So, so, I mean, people stopping each other in the street to sort of, you know, share, share their sadness and, and, and shock at the news. Yeah, I mean, speaking of shock, some people say it shouldn't have come as a surprise. There had been rumblings of her deteriorating health for quite some time. But was it shocking anyway for most, would you say, Pete? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't want to speculate about, 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 about the Queen's health. We certainly don't know anything for certain. The palace has, has been quite tight-lipped on that. But what I would say is she was a 96-year-old woman who had... 
you know, in the last year or so had withdrawn a bit more from, from public service. She's, of course, known for her dedicated, you know, 70-odd years um, of, of working very hard for the nation and, and, and all those kind of public engagements she had, the thousands and thousands of them. It's only in the last year, and you might say since her husband, Prince Philip, died, that, that perhaps she's just started to take her foot you know, off that she she had, you know started to take a step back, shall we say, um, and that's what finds her in Balmoral, at, you know, uh, where she chose to spend the last of her days. You know, partly because you know she spends part of every summer has done since she was a child in Scotland. She's well known for loving Scotland, and she would spend a week in her official residence in in Hollywood Palace in Edinburgh, and then travel further north up the country to Aberdeenshire. To, to spend her time in Balmoral. So I think, but just by the fact that she was seen a little bit less in public, the Highland Games took place there a couple of weeks ago. That's one of the things that she loves to go along to. She wasn't able to make it along. I think that people knew that, you know, she was a 96-year-old woman who, who, was, who was slowing down and perhaps getting a little bit tired. But it's still incredibly shocking, even if you're accepting it. You know, there's so yeah. many things going to change. And I think people just starting to begin to get their heads around what it might mean for the country. Let's talk about what it might mean for the country. Charles will be king. He's in his early 70s. He's got big shoes to fill. What's the sentiment there in regard to Charles? Is he seen as being ready for all of this? Well, I mean, I think, you know, in the immediate aftermath of his mother's death, you know, it's hard to take the temperature of the British public on something like that right now. It is, of course, fair to say, though, he's had his ups and downs in terms of, uh, of his relationship with 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 the British public, um, you know, but we'll be, you know, we'll just have to see. Time will tell. He's certainly been known for being an outspoken, um, yeah. you know, about issues, you know, such as climate change. He's also, uh, you know, very outspoken on the issue of architecture. He's famous for for describing um, an extension to the National Gallery uh, on the Thames in London back in 1984 as a monstrous carbuncle. Um, However, I think it's also fair to say that the role of prince and the role of king are very different. And I'm sure he will take on his responsibilities uh, in exactly the way that everybody would expect. Mm, Let's talk about those roles. I mean, while as a constitutional monarch, the Queen was not involved in the day-to-day running of the country. Many have noted that she was, in fact, a political force in her own right. <laughs> yeah, well, you've said it there. The, the monarch here is a constitutional figurehead. She plays no active role in politics. There's lots of speculation that have flown around over the years. Various big issues, you know, the Brexit, the the independence referendum in Scotland. However, I think what most people remember the Queen for was her... decades of dedicated service um, to, 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 you know, whether that's from um, promoting and bringing the Commonwealth together or, or, you know, her various public events that she would attend. Um, And and so, you know, I think Charles going forward would would do do well to look to to the Queen, Britain's longest sitting monarch, uh, would do well to look to to how she approached the role and, and maybe take some, you know, some lessons from that. Now, all of this, of course, Pete, is happening amid an economic and geopolitical crisis in the UK. Some commentators say that all of this will be harder to handle with a less popular monarch, that is King Charles. What do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you're, you're right. I mean, you only have to turn on the television or the radio here. And, and at the moment, um, you know, the 
political coverage. You know, the, everything is sort of geared up to to, to mourning the, the passing of the Queen at this time. Um, as far as Charles's popularity and how that goes ahead, I mean, I think. That, you know, we've got a cost of living crisis going on at the moment, um, soaring inflation, many people worried about how they're going to pay their bills. So I think if you if you also add in, you know, a country mourning the death of, of, of the Queen, many people, the vast majority of people here will not have known life under any other monarch. You'd have to be in your 80s to vaguely mm. remember uh, when, when, when there was a king sitting on the throne. I mean, I think it's just all going to add to a, to a very sombre mood in this country. For, 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 for the foreseeable future, at least. As you mentioned, Pete, Liz Truss just took over as Prime Minister. No doubt attention is now going to be on the Queen's death. But where does all of this leave the government? I'm sure the pressure on the Prime Minister to deliver on promises won't let up completely. Well, indeed. I mean, before the news broke yesterday, the House of Commons was full. It was uh, following uh, the new Prime Minister Liz Truss' statement on the ongoing energy crisis we've mentioned. Uh, and, 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 and as news began to filter into the House, um, a debate was raging, you know, where, where Liz Truss's policy was, was, was getting, you know, criticised from, from, from various sides of the House. Of course, support from, from her own MPs were, was vocalised as well. Um, however, um, news filtered into the, into the House. The, the Speaker, uh, Lindsay Hoyle, made a statement wishing uh, the Queen all the best. And then, you know, proceedings were, 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 were paused. And this is kind of where we're at at the moment. In the House of Commons, uh, there's no political debate going on. It's MPs um, paying tribute. To, to the Queen. So, um, you know, some people might say that this was, um, you know, that, you know, put it this way, the spotlight has shifted from this trust for now, quite rightly, mm. but it will, be, it will be back on her, you know, soon enough, I would have thought. Now, market reactions to all of this have not been particularly notable, Pete. What do you make of this? Again, I think it's just because we're, we're, it's so soon. Mm. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of things that could be affected. By, by this, but, but I mean, on, on very practical terms, you know, lots of things have got to change in the country now, um, you know, from, from the branding on, uh, you know, on our notes, on yep. our stamps, the royal seal. So there is a lot to consider. But I mean, you know, less than 24 hours since, since the Queen has passed, you know, I, I don't think many people are, are thinking about that just yet. And I think, again, as you've said, that's illustrated by it's not being reflected in the market yet. Maybe as things begin to filter down and filter through, we'll have to see how that looks, you know, maybe in the middle of next week. What can we expect to see in the next few days in the lead up to the funeral? And then, of course, we know that the coronation of the new king is not likely to take place till months from now. So give us a timeline of sorts. Yeah. That's right. Well, we've got very few details at the moment, but as you say, historically, you know, um, the coronation of, of a new monarch can take quite a lot of time to, 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 to set up and, and, and to get everything correctly into place. Um, as far as uh, the funeral for the Queen, a state funeral is expected in the next 10 to 14 days. That's very likely to be held at Westminster Abbey, but we're just waiting for the date to be confirmed by Buckingham Palace. It's likely that that day will be declared a bank holiday, a national holiday. Um, but again, we're waiting for that to be confirmed by the palace and the government. If it is a bank holiday, if it's a national holiday, schools will be closed. Um, but, but yes, still lots not yet clear. Um, because the Queen died in Scotland, 
Um, her, her coffin will lie in rest at St Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. That's about 150 miles south from, from Balmoral Castle. And that's ahead of a remembrance service that will be held here at St Paul's Cathedral in London on Friday. That'll be attended by the Prime Minister and other senior members and, of course, members of her family as well. Um, so, so that's what we know at the moment. Um, yeah, we just have to wait to see about that coronation. Mm, of course, and we will be looking forward to Prince Charles's address at 1 a.m. Singapore time tomorrow. Thank you so much, Pete, for joining us today. Pete Ross, producer, presenter from the BBC. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.